there's a weird email? <laughs> yeah, so we got this email. It's not anything, like, crazy or fun, like, finding out where our audience was. Shout out to my Danes. Shout um, to my Danes. <laughs> but we got an email from Anchor that was like, hey, would you like to get started podcasting? <laughs> and I'm like, Anchor, <laughs> you know. You know we're pot. What? <laughs> Hello? It. I don't understand. That came to our. It came to our proficiency bonus email. It's an email from Anchor. It says your podcasting journey starts today. Welcome to the start of your Anchor podcasting journey. You've come to the right place. You're now equipped with all the tools and features you need to bring your story to life and share it with the world. Ready to start creating? Anchor's out here just throwing shade like. So, are you going to start actually podcasting at some point? <laughs> when you're ready to actually start a show, let us know. Right? Fuck. God. I never thought I'd get dragged so hard by right. a fucking platform. Well, there are only sponsors, so before I say anything else, let's get into the intro. <laughs> Thanks, Inc. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Proficiency Bonus, the dumbest podcast, D&D podcast, at least on the internet. I am Jonathan, one of your hosts, also known as the Mad Maker. With me as always, I'm Faye, the other host, also known as Mandari. What? Faye has little faith in my ability to make a stupid question last, like, for 10 minutes and fill enough showtime. There, I mean, like, there are... Fire short one. I think she's wrong, but we there do have are, some more questions. There are a good number of them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We've got eight left. So I think that we could stretch this out into one episode. They're all just like pretty snappy, I feel like. Okay. All right. So uh, there's a couple from one person. Uh, so I'll read them all back to back. Okay. Um, first question is from, so this is Shaw Forged on Twitch. Mm -hmm. Uh, they asked, what do you think a good berry tastes like? I bet it's good. (laughs) See, this is why I said they were rapid fire. I was like, I mean, yeah, we can talk about this, but how long, (laughs) how long can we make good berry last? Is this a testament to that? Is the whole entire episode just about good berry now? I mean, here's the question. Is a good berry like... Is it going to be, like, something you chew on for a bit? Or is it just, like, you pop it down and swallow it? So, I go back and forth on what my opinion is of it. I know that to cast it, you use, like, a sprig of, like, mistletoe or something like that. So, I think my assumption is that they're actually the little red berries on that. The mistletoe berries? Yeah, I think so. But that's not ever how I think of them. I either think of them Does as... Does mistletoe actually have berries, or are you thinking of holly? Uh, I don't actually know enough about mistletoe to make a statement on that. What is mistletoe even? I'm not sure. Is it a Let's bush? Let's ask Google. Is what? it a, a Is it shrubbery? a vine? Is it a I vine? I think it's a shrub. Oh my god. Hold on. Wait, is this What is it? It grows on trees, but it is okay. not a tree. So it's like a, so it's like a vine. It's a parasite. It's a parasitic plant. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's like a parasitic interesting. Plant. That's, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's not that strange. 
But they're not like vines. They like grow like they like grow a bush on a tree branch. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's really strange does, looking well, actually. Does it have berries? Yeah, it looks like. All right. Uh, some of them are white. Some of them are red. Um, but yeah, it says uh, a leathery-leaved parasitic plant which grows on apple, oak, and other broadleaf trees and bears white glutinous berries in the winter. Glutinous. Okay. So this this gives us a, a good direction. So it's probably it's probably got sort of like a meaty flavor to it. When I say meat, I mean like umami. It's probably like sweet and it umami. It kind of looks like boba. <laughs> like a bo- yeah. like like boba in the wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, like that sort of tapioca kind of just like meaty heft to it. You but there know? are definitely red berries on here too. So what the fuck are the red ones? Are they just like I made the made the project more mature. Or are they less mature? Are is is white are those like the babies and then they get I don't know, is one bigger than the other? Uh they look to be about the same size on this one single picture I'm looking at. Yeah. I think goodberry tastes like like a like a cranberry meatball. Ew. Either that or it's it's something you that can chew on for. That makes me so upset. I'm so upset by that. I like I cranberry wish... meatball. Uh, no. I don't want that in my life. It's oh like my... a Thanksgiving meatball. This is cuz this is what I'm thinking though. Is this is why I asked if it was chewy because I'm thinking like like good berries like a meal. It's like a whole meal in one berry, right? Like like so, that gum from Willy the gum Wonka. From Willy Wonka was, was it was my first thought. Like, you chew it, and it's, the flavor changes over time. But assuming it's not, like, a gum thing. Well, I mean, it is sustenance for your entire day. So it could stand to reason that it's that the full meal. Day, really? of, well, no, no, not you chew on it all day, but, like, that you go through a, a series of meals. Well, or that it's just all mixed together. Like, basically a Thanksgiving dinner uh, wad. No, like, so it's awful so like and gross. A cranberry meatball. It's like a meatball made with turkey and... Uh, potatoes and cranberries and like it's got a, a liquid gravy center. I hate it. Oh, the center being the liquid stuffing. is absolutely disgusting. Not just any liquid, no. gravy. It's got a gravy center. So it's like thick? Oh my god, I've never wanted a good berry less. It's like, yeah, no, it's, it's got a creamy liquid center. Good it's berry, like a, more like bad berry, am I right? Oh my god, it's like a Cadbury egg. I was, yeah, it's like a Cadbury no. egg. No! Um, except for it's meaty. And wow, I hate that so much. <laughs> Look, it's it's supposed to be functional, not so delicious. I was imagining them. I've always imagined them as tasting good or tasteless. So I imagined them either being like, like tasteless boba. So it's just like a little Boba's thing already kind of doesn't have much of a flavor to it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. so, like so, like it's just a little like pop of you know it bursts in your mouth and then it's done. Or I imagine them. To be sort of like, have you ever seen strawberries that are like really big, that are like the size of your fucking yeah. face? <laughs> yeah, like fist size ro- yeah. strawberries. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I imagined something either like that or like that in hue, but looked like a blackberry. <laughs> that was sort okay. of kind of like a raspberry, but more like like raspberries are more pink, whereas like strawberries are more red. And so I, I was thinking that that's what I imagine in my sure. brain is like, that's a good berry. I, don't, I always just pictured them looking like a cranberry. Interesting. For some reason, I just pictured like a generic ass red 
round berry. I don't know. I guess I never really thought of it that much. Wait, an assberry. An assberry. <laughs> the assberries taste like assberries. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Yeah. So, all in all, upset about. <laughs> it's a it's a gravy filled Thanksgiving dinner. No, I I don't want that. I I don't I don't accept that in in my in my. It's canon it's like knowledge. medicine. It's a you know or, or it's like a. Like a protein bar. Yeah, but like, why would you eat it though? <laughs> so to fill you with sustenance for the day. I don't. Yeah, but it's gross. Sometimes though. food is just fuel you put in your body. I would rather starve. So your, your powerful body can do powerful actions. I don't want it. No. Okay. Well, you don't have to have it. More good berries for me. Okay. You can. You you'll eat two and then have the worst day of your life. <laughs> If you eat multiple good berries, this is always a question. What happens that is it just like I don't uh, I actually I also don't think that anything full. happens. I think or, that or is it like I mean cuz it, it yeah, if it's supposed to like sustain you for the day, is it just calorie dense or is it just like does it expand in your stomach? Is I, it like time release food? <laughs> I've it always sits in your stomach. Well, like one of those like little dinosaurs that you put in water and then it just expands. <laughs> right? Or you know, I was thinking like a like a cold medicine time release capsule sort of thing. But I, I don't like know. the I dinosaur just, one better. Really just what I want to know is is, you know, uh if you eat more than one good berry at once, are you just gonna like have explosive diarrhea? <laughs> Well, so I've, in my head, I always thought that uh, good berries were, like, sort of, like, they just got rid of your hunger pangs and, sure. and like, and like gave you, like, energy, but didn't necessarily, like, fill your stomach. So you could eat a good berry and still eat food. You just didn't need to eat is sort of what it always okay, seemed like so, to me. So it's like that, like, power gel. It's like, it's like you know food from the about? future. Yeah, like power gel. Is that is that I don't know what that is. It's it's basically I think the first like power bars were the one of the first people to like popularize this, but now you get like Gatorade makes a brand too. It's just little pouches of like protein and sugar gel. It's it's just goo Ugh. in a little pouch that you just Ugh. like it's 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 that that kind of shit that like the sort of people who train for marathons who do CrossFit yeah. Yes, I could definitely see it being a CrossFit thing. It seems like to me, like more so functionally, like a, like a shake that you'd have that like nutritionally right. has all of like your macros and shit that yeah. you'd need for the it's day. Like, but you still <laughs> like the shake that you're drinking right now. <laughs> this is actually um, so power gel, <laughs> coffee, uh, oat milk, sometimes like soy milk. And uh, instant breakfast powder. This that... is like, wow. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm never like hungry in the mornings. It is nine fourteen p.m. Well, no, it's Jonathan. far. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't be drinking coffee at nine fourteen p.m. What do you mean you're never hungry in the mornings? It's evening. <laughs> I've. I've like. Look, I guess I'm saying I'm never hungry like until I'm tired. I don't know. I'm just. I'm a robot. No, I get it. I'm not hungry. And I need robot either. fuel. So I get it. I I would, I, I would do like all liquids berries. one day. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, Goodberries honestly sounds like incredible. Like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I, you know, it would just be nice to eat a food, but like, if I don't need to eat all day, that would be yeah, great. Right? Just to not if have I, to worry about it would be yeah. ideal. If I can just be sustained and healthy and not eat, mm-hmm. I would do it in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Goodberry yeah. every day, all day, every day. <laughs> super, super simple. What else we got? All right. So, another question from, uh, from the same person asks, can you swim in a water elemental? Depends how big they are. I think water elementals on average are at least large. They might be huge. I mean, I guess, is this a, like, can you or should you or, like, are you allowed to? Because you, you should definitely ask for consent <laughs> well, before attempting to swim inside of... If a water elemental, though, is attacking you and they whelm you, which means they put you inside of themselves, in theory, that is them giving you consent. They put you in there. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, that sounds like an attack, though. Yeah. Okay. So we're saying that if you're friends with these water elementals, that's different. I feel like that's the case. Yeah. Because if you could just swim out, why would that be their, like, attack move of trying to drown you inside their body? Because they're grappling you also? Okay, well, if they're grappling you, then, yeah, then you're, like, restrained and... Yeah, and you can't swim. And you can't swim. But I think in a consensual manner... Where you're friends with the water elemental. Yes, and the water elemental you're friends with is big enough to be able to swim in. I think that would work. I think what would be much easier is bathing in a water elemental. Oh, if one of your party was a water elemental, like everybody would always be pretty clean because morning shower would just be like would we'll be popping your water inside elemental. of your friend. Yeah, I don't like your, that. Your, they just like envelop you because even if you're the same size, they can just kind of like yeah. But does that mean that their water them, gets all dirty bubble. now? Is this like sure a bath sort of where like out. where like? <laughs> they gotta have some way of cleaning themselves out. Right? Are they constantly like losing and generating new water as they, you know, because they're constantly like cy- cycloning? Or do they, or can they just like expel the impurities? Is it basically like when a water elemental sweats, that's just like all the dust and shit like comes out of the, <laughs> oh my the God. surface of them? That's terrifying. Well, no, think about it. Like if you're a water elemental and you're not like living in the water elemental plane. Or just in water at all. Yeah. Then you're going to be collecting dust and shit at least. I just remembered a thing about Grung. So I did, I've did. i never looked at Grung things what? before. Sorry, this is really random, but I need to tell you. Okay. So I've never looked at Grung stats before, and I looked the other day. And one of the things that happens is you have to spend one hour a day in water Mm-hmm. Or you start taking levels of exhaustion. Okay. Because you're like dependent on water, and that's sure. the just the funniest shit in the world to me. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a dried out frog? It's not pretty. I just, I just thought I actually have. You know, that's really weird that you say that. Literally a year ago today, I was replaced, or it might have been two years ago today. A day that will live in infamy. I, I think it was two years ago today. <laughs> Well, no, Snapchat reminded me because I took a picture of it. Um, I was pl- replacing the brake pads on my car, and I was taking the uh, – I took, like, the hubcap off, 
and inside the hubcap there was like uh, a a burnt to a crisp but like still maintained its shape frog husk that's that's pretty gross yeah it was upsetting <laughs> one time i saw a frog fall into an air conditioner you know like the outdoor air conditioning unit how there's like the the fan oh the fan oh uh, no <laughs> no that's so sad yeah pretty gross did not smell great either. Um, I hate this. Yeah, no, it just had like a, a, a fishy smell, which I guess is probably how water elementals would smell, smell if they can't clean themselves. They'd, yes, they, that's true. They have to have someone to clean themselves, otherwise they would, they'd just they be would full smell of algae like, shit. like stagnant water. Yeah. They, but they'd I, get full I feel of like algae. they smell have... more like a river. <laughs> right. Because they're Fresh constantly moving. Yeah, yeah. Like a rapids. There's, there's got to be some sort of filtration or impurity expulsion system. Yeah, I'm sure that they some have sort of, something innately that's, like, uh, expelling impurities from their bodies. Also, as a side tangent of water elementals and, and swimming within them consensually, what if you had, like, a like a, like a water park that was just a bunch of elementals and instead of, like, a lazy river? <laughs> You just, it, like, hop into one and, like, vibe on through. <laughs> it sounds like the dramatic twist here is you're going to find out that this they're actually making double income because for the water elementals, this is, like, a weird kink thing. <laughs> and they, they don't tell the water park visitors, but actually, like, the water elementals are also paying to be there and really getting off on it. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Well, now I'm upset. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This was a fun idea. Why do you make all of my fun ideas upsetting? I I just wanted I, I D and D water parks, Jonathan. God damn it! I feel like for for the purposes of cleaning themselves, having I feel like water elementals must have like one organ. So it's just like yes, they're all water, except for there's just randomly a kidney floating around in there <laughs> that filters out. It's like, it's not a kidney. It's like a little water Roomba that's going from the it's, bottom they, they to have the top for, and down the pools, arms. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a, a scuba. <laughs> it's like that where like they're just like floating around being like. Or maybe there's like a fish in there that eats. Aw, a little fish. A little, a little fish club blah boy. That eats Aww. algae and shit. That's Why aren't they immune too. to acid? <laughs> We said Why they are, are they, or they aren't? They aren't. Why are they immune to poison, have, but have not immune have, to acid? Have you ever added uh, water to acid? No. You're supposed to add acid into water. Um, because depending on the acid and the strength of the acid, it can have a reaction. Doesn't it make, like, chemicals? <laughs> like, gases? <laughs> Or is that um, something else? No, that's chlorine. I mean, there's there's a lot of... That is like, in Look, pools, first off, everything but... is chemicals, and there's a lot of ways to make those chemicals into deadly gases. Um, sure. They have resistance to acid. I just, like, don't understand why they have resistance, but not... Whatever, it's fine. I also don't understand why they're immune to poison, but... If you add water to acid, you form an extremely concentrated solution of uh, acid initially, and the solution may boil very violently, splashing... Concentrated acid. If you add acid to water, the solution that forms is very dilute. 
and a small amount of heat is oh yeah so that so that's that's the thing so actually if you add acid um, into water it still does have a reaction it's just less because you're starting with mostly water gotcha uh, so so yeah it will still so like, an acid heat up. elemental would have some pretty intense stuff happen if they were attacked by water. Yes. Also, an acid elemental sounds terrifying. <laughs> and if an acid elemental and a water elemental uh, fell in love, it could never be. Or their love was quite explosive. They had quite the chemistry. <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> so the next question. <laughs> I need to recover from that. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's sell out. For a minute here. Currency can be exchanged for goods and services. Consume. Obey. Have you ever had a run-in with an elemental? An ale, like like made of ale. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a thing that I think was going making the rounds in memory for a while, and has been homebrewed a bunch. Oh goodness! Can you drink it to death? Yes, that's usually the way you that's end up having to way. solve the problem. Sure, is okay. Somebody's gotta chug down, make some Constitution saving throws, and so I have a, a I have a, a, a like a sort of related thought about the water elemental thing. So okay. you've got you've got water elementals, fire elementals, earth elementals, and air elementals, right? So you've got a bunch of elemental things there. Sure. Also, the slime ele- elementals, candy elementals. Canonically. I mean, depends on the canon. Wizards of the Coast official monsters, because I've never heard of those two. It's it's Adventure Time. The four elements are fire, ice, candy, oh. and slime. I see. I don't get Adventure Time jokes. I have never seen. You're um, missing out. Maybe. Anyway, what I was going to say is that elemental damage-wise, right, when you like take like elemental adept, for example, you get to pick from five different elements. There is... Uh, acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder. So it stands to reason that there should be, like, frost elementals, acid elementals. Uh, uh, Are they not frost elementals? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, lightning elementals, which I know that air ones sometimes have lightning abilities, but I feel like that should be their own thing. And thunder elementals. I feel like I've... I feel like we've had a... More or less lightning elemental in our game. I know that I know that air elementals normally have lightning or thun- thunder abilities. Okay. Um, so hold on. There are stats for a frost elemental, but I don't know if it's official because this looks like a homebrew on D&D Wiki. It is. <laughs> oh, man. That reminds me. You know, we haven't done in a while. Don't worry. I don't have a round prepared, but... <laughs> I'm, I am going to oh, ambush no. you with that again at some point. No. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it in my life. The, it, I didn't ask. God damn. Next question. Same person asked. How does a mimic poop? It doesn't. But they eat stuff. Yeah, they have a 100% efficient digestive system. So it just turns, it just turns, no matter what they eat, just turns. No matter what they eat. They, okay. They break it down, like, past the molecular stage. Further and it just than becomes atoms. a part of them. They 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 break it down into like 
protons, neutrons, and electrons and make it into oh, whatever. Wow. A lot of people don't know this, but mimics are actually like alchemy machines. Oh, okay. And sure. You can um, you can just feed in whatever if, if you. That's why you really should get a pet mimic because you can feed it whatever you want and be like. It's like a portable trash can, and then it it it's happy. Wait, it spits out gold. You just said it didn't poop. It doesn't poop. It spits out gold. But isn't but that a part of the mimic? Real nice, only if you're real nice to it. Only if you're real good friends. So it can produce things. It can produce uh, al- alchemical boons, <laughs> but you, only if you give it the 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 best foods and belly scratches. If you teach it, um, yes. If if it chooses to learn, you know, it has okay. that capability. It's sort of like, you know, like ravens don't talk on their own, but you can teach them to. Gotcha. Normally, Damn, I want a raven. <laughs> normally, you know, a mimic would take all the food they eat and just use that to grow, add it to their own mass. But you can also ask them to spit out resources for you. Well, yeah, whatever it is you're looking for. Because again, they're breaking it down to the whatever it is stage. you're looking for. So they yes. can they can they can they're, make they're, anything. They're matter replicators essentially. So they're fabricators. Mimics are fabricators. Yes. Gotcha. Whatever you need. Okay. So you There's... can, like, throw in a goblin and be like, make us some sweaters from this goblin. Yikes. Okay. There's something I was going to ask, and I fucking forgot it. And I'm really upset. Because I thought it was funny. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, that's that's my answer. I don't know. Do you have a different explanation? Do you, no, I mean, do your mimics I, poop? I I feel like that explanation for them is is perfectly reasonable. It's perfectly reasonable that they, you know, this whole this solution to any resource problem in D and D world has been right under everyone's nose the whole time. Just didn't know. <laughs> Quite literally, because that's sort of what mimics do: is hide underneath mm-hmm. your nose and then just hiding you. in plain sight. Yeah. That's why a, a lot of mimics just like disguise themselves as like public trash cans and never attack anyone because they just want free food. Oh no, hungry little mimics! Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just want munch. Yeah, they just want love. Essentially. So there is there is a follow up question to okay. this question, kind of. It's 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 similarly related. It's from a different person though. This question is from uh, Bodegazilla. On Twitch. And they asked, can a mimic live inside another mimic? Again, as long as there's consent, uh, they can do whatever they want. You know, as long as they are of age. What is the age of consent for a mimic? What is the lifespan of a mimic? Oh, I I don't know. What, What would you say the age of consent for a mimic is? You know, when are they mature enough to make those decisions for themselves? What is the lifespan of a mimic? Um, they reach what passes for adulthood around 10, but can live for as long as a century. So I okay. would say it says what passes for adulthood, which makes me a little skeeved out. So I'm going to say, like, they've got to be at least, like, 13. 13 is the age of consent for mimics. Yeah. 
So, like, they've reached maturity and then a few more years just to be safe. Yeah, well, yeah, because I don't like the what passes for adulthood thing. Well, I think that's just because they're not considering them, like, sentient. So, would you really call it adult or would you just call it mature? They should say, like, reaches maturity. Physical maturity, yeah. How do they reproduce? I mean... If they can create anything in the world, it stands to reason that a mimic could just go, bleh, another mimic. Do mimics just spit out other mimics? Is that how it works? Did you know that beholders dream of other beholders and that's how beholders are made? Isn't that insane? That blew my mind. Beholders are, like, supposed to be insane. They're magical dream beasts. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Why not? I don't know. It just makes me uncomfy. (laughs) I don't like the fact that they can go, I wi- I have dreamt that I am incredibly and insanely powerful, more powerful than a Tarrasque. And then they'll wake up and that will be true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Dislike. this is kind of how it is. Well, the thing is they usually don't get along either. So, like, when a mimic or, or when a beholder accidentally dreams another beholder into existence, they end up being rivals. Usually so that- one kills the other one. <sighs> For dominance? I don't know. No, Seems... just because they, they're they're paranoid and they, they hate everyone and everything, including other beholders. Hmm. Because they're... I mean, my understanding of, like, traditional beholder lore... I know very little about traditional beholder they're, lore. They're all generally very paranoid and narcissistic. Mood. And what? so, like, if you get two paranoid narcissistic creatures in a room together... And they're both irrational. Eventually, yeah, they're gonna get in a fight. Gotcha. That makes sense, I guess. So yeah. So even if you're like, so in a father. Si- oh no! <laughs> oh, you have no. trumped me into existence. Don't try that with me. Oh God, fine. Fuck you. Oh no. You just meet a beholder, and they've got daddy issues. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I'm so sad them. for them. All beholders have daddy issues. Right. That's why they make excellent uh, – I mean, I'm sure somebody's homebrewed it up, but beholders should definitely be a playable race. This reminds me of a girlfriend beholder piece of art that a friend of mine did, and it is – wonderful and awful all at the same time (laughs) i feel like this was a meme this was a thing going around for a while people doing like quote-unquote sexy beholders (laughs) yeah yeah it is not sexy it's very hard to make an eyeball with eyeballs on it sexy it's more so like yeah it's like (laughs) uh kawaii chibi beholders or whatever yeah and it's hold on i'm gonna see if i could find it to you and send it to you it looks like it looks like like it looks like the child of mike wazowski and the snake-haired girlfriend that he Uh has i was just gonna say it's like a a cyclops medusa yeah that's what it looks like so imagine what you will viewers (laughs) listeners listeners yeah. It's like, look, it's adorable. It's very cute. Um, so. I mean. Can a mimic live inside a mimic? So here's my question, though. 
if mimics can eat and and dissolve and and reconfigure anything that goes into them does that mean that they won't do that to a mimic is a mimic's outside body just inherently resistant to that so a mimic can break down any other material but they can't break down mimics um i don't know you know that's a good point so i got i'm guessing by by the lore we established already a mimic cannot live inside another mimic because they would be broken down into particles Gold. Or electrons. Those are the two options. Gold or electrolytes? <laughs> I said electrons, but electrolytes oh. works too. That'll be the secret hidden if option. You break you down to electrolytes. It's electrolytes are important and it's what plants crave. <laughs> yeah. It's what plants crave. God damn it. Um yeah, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Final answer. No, mimics cannot live inside another another mimic. No. Because they would get munched. Yes. But they can be birthed from another mimic. Okay. Okay. I mean, it was just like, bleh. Behold, so my son. We've got two other questions from Bodegazilla. Okay. Um, the first one, uh, we kind of, it, we didn't talk about this specifically, but we kind of talked about something similar last week, um, is do bugbears have insect resistance? And I can't remember what our lore of bugbears was last time. I do remember you telling me they about Norbog and their alien things. Yes. Yeah. So then no. Bugs no bear, the... Bug bears are neither bug nor bear. They come from space. So So no insect resistance. Yeah, they're not bugs. Good. That's a quick, fast one. There we go. Yeah, no. Okay. We, we, um, we've, we've covered that. Unless maybe their skin is like space skin, so bugs can't like penetrate it. Like mosquitoes can't like bite them. That they have adapted to resist space mosquitoes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know those space mosquitoes? The, <laughs> that fly get <laughs> I, I more so meant that their skin adapted to be able to, like, stand up in, in harsher sort of conditions. So... That make you know, like, so like maybe they've got radiation like they've resistance. got like Chad skin kind of a thing, I would say and then this. these little like fucking <laughs> now, beta if, insects trying like if, a small doge. Did you say Chad skin? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of that meme of the dog versus the small dog, and one's a dog that's got the big ripped abs, and that's their space skin. Dog with abs. Oh, uh, that's more off-putting. No, then, I, I'm have say, you never seen that meme? I don't know, and we don't need more. What? Like, we don't need more. Like, let's describe a visual thing. Hey, welcome to proficiency bonus, the show where we describe we visual charades. jokes to you poorly. Uh, no. I'll show look, you later. If you're gonna give them some sort of resistance from being in space, I think they would be resistant to radiant damage. They'd be resistant to radiation. Because there's tons of radiation flying around in space. That's part of what makes space travel so tricky and dangerous. Um, so I would say, yeah, bugbears should have a resistance to radiant damage, but not to insects. That's my vote, at least. Uh, that I That's fair. I think that... Uh... I think that I like my Chad's resistant space skin. 
they just their abs make them resistant to insects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just they can't even begin to try and bite them. <laughs> just flex. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have you ever done the thing where like if a mosquito is biting you, if you I've seen it done. I've never done it myself because I'm never quick enough. But if you like pinch around where the mosquito is, like the skin around uh-huh. it, um, one, it'll like trap them in your skin so they can't like pull out. And also it'll squeeze blood into there so that they pop. Oh my God. I have been a pretty uh, emotionally scarred recently uh, by mosquitoes because I went outside for five minutes and walked back inside and then found that I had at least 12 bug bites. <laughs> so, I mean, so this is your mistake was going outdoors. <laughs> I just wanted to be in nature. <laughs> that nature is not your friend. It's not. God. Exploding a mosquito sounds horrific, though. I feel like I'm more upset by that than just smacking them and then the blood coming out and you're like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. I hate that for me. Yeah. It's all, look, it's all gross. <laughs> mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are disgusting. Mosquitoes can just it go. It costs million of, millions of dollars to get the uh, infertile males shipped in. Are you talking about the gene drive mosquitoes? Yeah. (laughs) Fucking this stuff. No, I could go on about this, but that's not the topic. topic. It's not a science show. But, like, fucking the gene drive is fascinating. It's nuts, man. It is fascinating. But um, we looked into, because we were like, the mosquitoes are just fucking awful here. So we're like, what would happen if we got just a bunch of... Wait, are you saying there's somewhere you could just order gene drive mosquitoes? It costs millions of dollars. (laughs) Okay, and I think it's regulated too. Probably. Because it's still, unless you as I understand money. it, it's still kind of an un like it's being tested out, and I got I want to say like Nantucket, an island somewhere. Oh. Um, they're trying. There to, once like, was an island in Nantucket. Once <laughs> Nantucket is an island. No, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> same same. I think asker. we got time for one more. Last question for the same asker. Uh, can you animate a skeleton while it is still inside someone? Can I? No. Like, like as an attack, presumably like bloodbending, I would think. I mean, I would say no, it's already animate, you know? Yeah, it's already I mean, moving. I don't know how... I don't know what like what this, what animate skeleton is asking. This gets into that school of I think it's well yeah, are we saying animate like animate object? Because if you're gonna do that, then it's been like, all right, I'm going to animate all of your nerve endings and make them all like splay out. Like oh, you, could do, God. you could be real if you wanna call body awful. parts of living things objects, we can get real fucking weird with No, it. I think it's talking about like like raised dead type of animating So that would be raised dead. It has to be dead. Yeah. I Well, I would think, though, that, like... You can't consider a part of someone's living body to be dead that you can raise. Yeah. 
I'm I'm honestly just trying if, to find a about way where it would maybe work. Animating inanimate objects. I mean, this just falls into that school of horrifying abuses of spells yep. where you can be like it, it's it's like the question, can you create water inside someone's lungs? Yeah. Yep. It's, yes. If you can do that, then you've just basically created power word kill. Right. At what level is create water? Like second, I think second level. You know, so it it's might like, even be no, first. Yeah. I don't think that you can cast magic unless it's specifically the sort of magic that's supposed to affect another creature's body. It's a first level spell, I so you can do that as yeah. a first level character. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can have magical effects that take place inside someone else's body unless it's something that specifically does that. That's fair. I I agree. I was trying to see, like, oh, maybe this thing, but no. I think I mean, I, yeah, I can't find a way to, be, like, as cool as it sounds to be like, oh, yeah, let me fucking puppet somebody by controlling the skeleton. Yeah, honestly, I mean, it's, it's like literally like, would ask. <laughs> it's literally like bloodbending. That's what it is. Yeah. And so. Which is like fucked up and skeevy. It's one of these things that, yeah, if you allow You could this, flavor hold person like that. I mean, I guess. Like, but you, you could, wouldn't be able to like move them. Sure, but you would be able to like you know you could flavor like hold person and or like I don't know command or something like that. Uh, like sure. you were like you were bloodbending or something like that. Yeah. That's a that's a way you I, could. I just think allowing this opens the door to some real fucking horrifying work like let's face it most spells in D are war crimes if used in combat sure <laughs> realistically total you mean violations used, of the Geneva used outside of combat or used in combat when used in combat yeah brush up on the geneva convention i don't know much about the geneva convention because <laughs> there is a lot of shit i mean like Look, realistically, the way law enforcement is allowed to treat American citizens constitutes war crimes in many cases. Good, so, good. Like Love the, that. Our, our crowd them. control measures that are just like the way of handling quote-unquote riots. Yeah. Like gas. You you cannot gas civilians. Right. That is, yeah. Anywhere that, in the world. So it like something like. a war crime. So like, yeah. So like spells. That's what I was actually going to say is that like. Spells like, um, uh, like poison cloud or what the fuck ever, right? Um, would be, would be a big yike. But that was the only thing that I could think of, like off the top of my head, because like fireball is basically an explosion, and like I feel like in in combat, you know, you're anything you're that's any sort of anything that's any sort of mind control would be deemed. Oh sure, I mean sort of yeah, torture. that yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anything that's like poisoning or just it's it's just some, it's it's all some real fucked up shit, man. Yeah. Like when you really break it down, what's happening? Yeah, this like, is actually why your martial spells. This is why I get really annoyed when people are like, 
oh, necromancy's the bad magic. And I'm like, have you seen most of the other things that magic can do? Oh no, I raised the dead body of like fucking someone who before dying was like, hey, it's cool if you use my body. And now I have a zombie friend versus this person who's literally- You and fucking Sky, I swear to God. <laughs> we should have, no, you know what we should do? We should we should have Sky as a guest on the episode. And he will make all of it. Is we should we should have Sky and somebody to be like an authority on the subject to settle once and for all is necro. Because how are you animating it? Are you using? Are you like grasping souls from the ether and using that to animate people? This is really the question. Yeah, I guess it depends. But like, but like, also like, like a lot of evocation shit is necro. really nuts and insane. Yeah. Most of enchantment is really fucked up. Yeah. Like, like, but like, people are like, "Oh, what fun little schools!" Like, oh, magic, pew pew. Like, they, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. And necromancy magic is what you use to like save people's lives. <laughs> Realistically, the most fucked up sadistic spells are the social ones. Yes. Like the bards are the real war criminals. Yes. And I think we know That's because it's it's yeah. A lot of getting in people's heads. Yeah, detect thoughts is fucked up. Yeah. It's all... Like, I mean, look. It's horrifying. It, it, it's horrifying. And um, I guess I wrap up that conversation <laughs> by quoting Dimension 20. Like, a hero is a violent wanderer enacting their will upon strangers and distantly. <laughs> <laughs> what is that quote? What was that laugh? I don't know. That's, that, that, that's... that is from a like highly recommend uh, Dimension Twenty Fantasy High. Oh my god! That was, I believe, that was the uh, the principal of the school's um, like welcome speech to the new students. Part of it. Oh my god! Just remember. The most powerful magic of all is chronomancy. <laughs> and that's all we have time for today. That's all we got time for today, folks. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter at Probopod. Uh, check out in the description if you want to send us a question that we can answer your, your your very ridiculous questions. These were some great questions we got from Twitch. And I think we should, we should live stream some more of these shows. Um... Like, we should start doing that more regularly because that's fun to get questions from the audience and that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, if you want to hear any more from me, I am known in places as the Mad Maker. You can check for my link tree in the description of this episode. Also, if you're loving this music right now, that's from our boy Dan TS Inferno. Custom made this wonderful theme song for us. I love it. Uh, where can they find you? <gasps> Uh, I'm blah, 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 blah. As I said earlier, <laughs> I'm Faye, also known as Mandari, which is spelled M-E-N-D-A-R-I-I, uh, on basically all of the platforms. You can check out more information on that in my link tree, which is linktr.ee forward slash Mandari. And that's all my stuff. In addition to that, uh, you can also... Check us out on Twitter. Drop us a follow over there. 
at us and ask your ridiculous questions, or you can send us emails for your questions or business inquiries or anything uh, of that nature to proficiencybonuspodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at Probopod. I don't know if I said that. Like, this um, is the third time I think we said that. What? Oh, the, the <laughs> what our handle. Twitter is? Yes. <laughs> I think I said it last week, so that would be the second. <laughs> And uh, no, I mean, like you said it earlier, and then I also said it earlier. Like in the last two minutes, it's been said. Oh, three times. really? <laughs> yes, I thought you said just review. Okay, anyway, anyways, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's the whole that's, thing. That, that's that's the whole thing. Until next time, remember, we're enthusiasts, not experts, and you don't have to be either. Hi, kitty. This is cello time where I talk about my cat, Nyx. She's very cute and I love her lots. And she just jumped up onto the back of my chair and Jonathan's walked away. So this is just going to be a little treat for him when he is going through the audio (laughs) and listening to me talk about my cat, who is very cute. She will be nine years old soon. In July, on July 27th, is the birthday I picked for her many years ago. So, you know, if you guys want to send her a birthday present, uh, I have a P.O. box. <laughs> you can find that on my Twitch. Uh, <laughs> and she's very cute and wonderful. She's a black cat. Very sweet. Green eyes. She was found uh, on the woods. Oh, God, Jonathan came back. On the woods? What? It's fine. Don't, don't pay attention to it. Uh-huh.